welcome to another episode of the Warrior Within the Woman podcast. I am your host, Pastor Lauren Daniel, and I want to welcome you today. Whether you are a brand new listener or you are a warrior that has been sticking it out from the beginning, we want to welcome you, ladies and gentlemen, to our season two, episode 11, I think. I I can't believe that we have gone this far right into our Um, Just the episodes and what God is doing, it is just incredible, but I want to welcome you today and also let you know that if you go to our website, thewarriorwithinthewoman.com, you can actually go there. It is a one-stop shop for everything you need if you want to find out events and things where I will be speaking or um, if you would like to purchase merchandise, jewelry, all these different things that we have available just to support the podcast, support the ministry, the blog, which is posted um, pretty weekly or bi-weekly as much as we can. And you can actually access our podcast and our vodcast, our video podcast from the YouTube channel all in one place. So uh, I just want to encourage you, go check it out. If you are listening on your favorite podcast streaming platform, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. That helps me so much. If you share the videos, you share the podcast episodes, it helps the warrior within the woman reach more people. And that's what we want to do. We want to reach more people for the gospel. We want to reach more women and empower more women for uh, the kingdom of God to just take up their weapons and fight the enemy. Amen. So I want to encourage you to do that. And um, if you have realized, if you like to watch the YouTube channel, you will actually realize that there have been some newer episodes. There have been some older episodes. We actually have our vodcast in video form and the podcast in audio form both on our YouTube channel. And I try to update them pretty regularly. Um, I've got a lot of stuff going on right now. Um ministry-wise and in our own family and just a lot of opportunity that's been coming our way. And we're so, so grateful for the opportunities God is bringing. But with opportunity and with responsibility comes uh, time management, right? So um, even if you're watching our YouTube channel and you can't technically um, see the videos, there might not be a video every week, but I'm going to try faithfully to upload there. So check everything out. Um, This is my own my little shameless plug at the beginning of the podcast, but um, and it just means a lot to us. So with that said, let's get started, ladies. Let's get started, warriors, into what we're going to talk about today and the reason you are listening, the reason you clicked this. And today we are starting a new series called Interrupted. And basically, as I was just seeking God and studying the word of God, he dropped this in my spirit just from things that I've recently gone through in my own life to people that I know and just in general, because life is hard right? Life is difficult and things change and sometimes they change for the better and it's an exciting change, but still kind of scary. And then there's also change and life gets interrupted by things that we didn't want to happen. And I wanted to talk about that. So the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about interrupted, life interrupted, Because when life gets interrupted, we can oftentimes find ourselves struggling to see God's plan or even to get a clear vision of the future. Questions flood our mind, challenging our faith and causing us to wrestle with God. 
Sometimes we find ourselves in difficult seasons or just seasons where we are just unclear on where God wants to take us. And today I want to talk to you specifically about when life gets interrupted and your vision gets a little blurry. You're, you get a little bit of a distorted vision of your future. Maybe yesterday you were strong in the faith and yesterday you were having such a great day and your faith was just strong and so many things were lining up and then today you're grieving. Or today you're, you've lost someone or something or you're going through a season that is unclear and you don't understand necessarily what is happening or why. Difficult seasons are hard and sometimes can distort our vision. And distorted vision really brings my mind back to one of a very infamous woman of the Bible, an Israelite woman, and her name was Naomi. Naomi was a strong woman. Naomi was very independent, and and we're going to see that she was a woman of, of God. She served God. She loved him. She served him faithfully. There's nothing in the book of Ruth where we're going to go that says that Naomi stepped outside of God's will or that Naomi brought things on her. It's just a lot that she went through in life. Life got interrupted with plans of its own, and it was nothing that she did, but she had to deal with the consequences. She had to learn to navigate life differently than before because of the loss that she endured. If you look in the book of Ruth, chapter 1, I just want to read a couple verses to you just to give you the premise of where we're going to go today in the Bible with Naomi. And it says in Ruth chapter 1 verse 1. In the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land. So a man from Bethlehem in Judah, together with his wife and two sons, went to live for a while in the country of Moab. The man's name was Elimelech. His wife's name was Naomi, and the names of his two sons were Mahalon and Kilion. They were Ephrathites from Bethlehem, Judah, and they went to Moab and lived there. Now Limelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left with her two sons. They married Moabite women, who na- one named Orpah and the other Ruth. After they had lived there about ten years, both Mahalon and Kilion had also died, and Naomi was left without her two sons and her husband. What a difficult life. What a struggle this woman had to endure as she had to not only bury her husband, but now buried her two sons and was left essentially alone, or at least she felt alone. And I don't know where you are in your life. I don't know if you have literally, quite literally buried someone recently. I, I don't know, but I do know that God ordains our steps and it is not by accident you're listening to this podcast today. It is not by accident whether you have lost something physically or felt like you have lost and buried something spiritually or in your mind maybe you're struggling with a dream that you feel like is buried or just your future seems like it is buried because you just don't see how you can move forward because yesterday or last week your future looked different than what it looks now. 
Last week, you saw people in your future that are no longer going to be a part of your future. And that is hard when things in life change so quickly. When we deal with difficult seasons like this, it is easy. It is easy, warrior. Take it from me. It is easy to give in to the distorted vision and fear what is to come and struggle with what is to come and and fight and and just it feels like we're wrestling with God sometimes because we have so many questions and we don't understand and we don't know how this happened or if we could have done something different to change the circumstances and sometimes there is an answer. Maybe we could have, but a lot of times that there's nothing but that we could have done. There's nothing that we could have changed. And and I'm not saying we're not at fault all the time, but there's a lot of stuff that interrupts life that it has nothing to do specifically with us. It's just life. Pain comes with life. Hurt comes from life. People say things they don't mean in life. People leave when they are, they feel like it's too much to bear in life and, and we're left fighting alone we're left fighting the war alone and it's hard it's difficult to see the future it's difficult to hope for the future when we're caught off guard and when life is interrupted Naomi's husband and two sons had died in Moab if you read in Ruth chapter one before Naomi makes the decision to head back home to Bethlehem she releases her daughter-in-law's Her daughter-in-laws had also lost their husbands. They had lost the love of their lives, people that they were dependent on, their best friends, essentially, their, their spouses, and they were grieving as well. And Naomi, being a strong woman and selfless, understanding that because these young, beautiful women were without husbands, they needed to remarry because in that culture, they needed someone to take care of them. They needed a spouse. They were young enough to remarry and Naomi looked at herself and she says, I'm too old, but you can have a future. And so she releases them. Go on, go find yourself another, uh, another husband, make another family. Don't worry about me. And sometimes we can find ourselves releasing people from our lives because we feel like we're a burden like they don't want to stay or, or they can, they have a future. If they were to stick with us, they won't have a future, but they still have time. We, we may feel like our time is up, but they don't need to stick with us. But let me tell you something. Your time is not up until God says so. And Naomi's time was not up. And Naomi did not even realize the blessings of God that was going to come through the people that she was trying to release, the people that she was saying, listen, I love you and I know you're trying to help me, but you need to leave. Go away. How many times do we do that, warriors? We even self-sabotage, right? We are going through such a hard time that we think we're not worth anything. We're not worth it. We're going to hold these people back and we just push and push and push when truly God has brought people in your life that's going to actually help you through this difficult time, through this spiritual wilderness, through this loss and this grief, no matter the situation you're facing. So Naomi, she was... 
She was looking at her daughter-in-laws and she's saying pretty much, I release you, go. And, and Orpa, with the blessing of her mother-in-law, leaves and goes to her homeland. And, and there's nothing against that. She listens to her mother-in-law out of respect and she understands, yes, I do have a better chance of going. But Ruth stays. Stop holding the fact that someone walked away because God allows people to walk away knowing that you and them are better off separated. It is better for people to get up and leave. You release them from your life. I release you. I am not going to hold you. Hold this over your head. I release you. It is better to release people from your life. Do not stay here out of obligation. Do not stay here because you feel like you have to or you need to. But do not stay with me. Do not fight with me if you are not able. And see, Orpah, the Bible does not discredit or look down on her for leaving because Naomi released least her. And today I want to speak to you, warriors. You, Some of you need to release people from your life. Stop holding on to them. Stop holding on. What if they would have stayed? What if this would have happened? What if they would have just not been selfish and stayed? But truly, if you were to look back on your life, hindsight is twenty twenty, and we look back on our life and we see what good would have happened with someone that didn't want to stay in the first place. Come on, somebody. Somebody that didn't want to stay in the first place to feel obligation to stay in this war with you that they were never going to pick up a weapon and fight anyways. There is good in people walking away. There is good when you release people. The Bible does not discredit or dishonor Naomi. It does not speak badly of her for releasing her daughter-in-laws because she knew it's better for you to leave. It's better for your future to leave. Do not come over. Don't worry about me. You leave. And in this situation, not out of disdain, not out of hatred or anger, but Orpah takes the instruction of her mother-in-law and leaves because Naomi released her. But then we look at Ruth and Ruth being in the same position as Orpah, Ruth understood, yes, I might have a better chance of finding a husband. I might have a better chance at making a new family. I might have a better chance, but you, Naomi, you are the one I feel the closest to. You are the one I vow to stay It's okay to have those people that are temporary in your life, but also thank God for the warriors that stay. Thank God for the warriors that don't walk away. Thank God for those that say, listen, no matter what you're going through, No matter what fight you're fighting, I'm here for it. No matter how bitter you may feel, no matter how low your head may hang, I am here to walk this journey with you. I don't care how my future turns out. I don't care if it's better for me to go a different way. I'm here for you. What a beautiful picture 
of Christ that we see through these women, the relationship of Ruth saying, Naomi, I know you've lost so much. I'm not going to leave you in your time of loss. I'm not going to leave you in your time of grief. Ruth, her heart went out to Naomi. This was someone she had spent time with that she had loved for so long. And it was her mother. It was like her mother, her mother-in-law and and I can just see Ruth and and I love reading the Bible because every which way you see a picture of Jesus. You see a picture of Christ and how much so we see this now where Naomi is in grief. She is so broken and Ruth says, "I'm not leaving you." And Jesus is saying to you today, though people walk away, Though you release them, there's no hurt, there's no anger, there's no bitterness. They just walked away knowing that it'd be better off if you were separate. I'm not leaving you. I'm not walking away from you. I've never walked away from you. You are the one I vow to stay with. And I don't know about you, but I feel such a peace. When I see and hear that God loves me enough, he loves you enough that you're worth sticking with. People have walked away from me. People have told me I'm unworthy of relationship. I've I've messed up. But thank God that he's never walked away. Thank God he's never left me. Thank God that he still vows to never walk away from me. He still keeps his promise. So Naomi and Ruth began their journey to Bethlehem. And upon entering Bethlehem, the people greeted them favorably. But sadly, though, Naomi was so broken. She had lost so many important people in her life. She didn't know what tomorrow would hold. And if you read in the scripture, Naomi is grieving so much that she wants to change her name when she enters the city. And and Naomi says that she wants to change her name from Naomi to Mara. And Naomi means pleasant, but her heart had been soured. Her heart had been broken from the grief and she instructed everyone to call her Mara And in the scripture, it says, for the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. She was hurt. She was hurt. And when you read this scripture, God does not look down again and smite her. He does not. He does not bring judgment against Naomi for saying this because she is truly grieving a loss. God does not hold your grief against you. God does not hold your tears against you. You might be feeling maybe even guilty for crying over losing something that you might be saying, this is so dumb. Why am I crying over this? Or why am I struggling? I should have faith right now. God is not holding this against you. He's not holding this bitterness. He's not holding your grief against you. And Naomi was truly grieving In fact, in Ruth chapter 1 and Ruth chapter 4, we read accounts of the people in Bethlehem celebrating Naomi's return and her eventual restoration further in chapter, in the book. But 
we ourselves have to understand that if we don't fix our focus, if we don't look through, if we don't look through the lens of new, if we don't look through the lens of new perspective and allow God to help us heal, even though it's a process, if we don't allow God to help us heal, loss can change us. Naomi sees herself as bitter and empty, whereas before she was pleasant and full. Her experiences have impacted her so deeply that she does not see herself as the same person she was before. That I've come to tell you that that is a very real emotion and feeling to go through such a heartbreaking loss or a heartbreaking change or interruption to life in general or to your future or dreams and to have something feel like it's been ripped from you or to have something feel like it's been changed or it's been rerouted in some way and, and you didn't see how this route, you didn't even see this turn coming. But if we don't fix our eyes on Jesus, loss can eventually change us to the point where Naomi was. And like I said, God didn't hold it against her, but Naomi also didn't stay where she was. She was broke and she was hurt. She was even bitter, but she didn't stay there. If we stay in this loss, we stay in this brokenness too long, it can not only change us, but second of all, it can change our view of God and it can become distorted. Naomi sees God as the source of her bitter suffering in chapter one. She believes God is the one who has emptied her of everything and condemned her. But the truth of the matter, God has not condemned her. God has not put her to the side and chosen someone else to use. That is not what God has done. What God has done has truly brought in her life something she would not even see until later on because in this moment, her pain, she is not able to see God's care for her expressed in the loyal love of Ruth. But God's care for Naomi is not dependent on her recognizing it or even appreciating it. God's care goes beyond whether you see him or not. God's love for you goes beyond whether you feel it or appreciate it or not. God will forever love you. God will forever defend you. God will forever send you those Ruths in your life that are going to stay even when you push them away. Even when you tell them to walk away that you're not worth the time. They're still going to be there. They're still vowing to be that sister for you and that warrior for you and in this pain even in her bitterness Naomi is blessed God blesses her through unexpected ways notice here that Ruth is almost always identified as a Moabite she's a foreigner she's despised a despised outsider Uh, Naomi and Ruth weren't supposed to be together. They weren't supposed to be friends. But in this, she risks this. She risks everything choosing Naomi. Finally, note that God protects and provides for them. If you were to read the rest of cha- uh, the rest of the book of Ruth, and I mean, listen, this is a series in itself, so go read it, okay? Go read it, warriors. It is incredible that God not only provides for Naomi 
a friend, a confidant, a helper. But in the midst of this, Ruth in her obedience, listen to me, warriors, Ruth in her obedience to stay where she was, stay with her friend, stay with Naomi and help her through this. Listen, you might be going through stuff yourself, but God is about to reward you with his favor and his protection and provision because of your obedience to him. You might be feeling like you're in a drought. You're in a dry season. You don't know where you're going, but God is saying, I'm about to pour out the, I'm about to open up the windows of heaven and pour down on you like rain, the blessings and protection and provision of God, because of you have been obedient because of the obedience of Ruth. God provides her through provides for her through Boaz and provides not only a loving spouse, not only a man who provides for her, protects her, everything a husband should be and a protector should be becomes the owner of the field she once worked in. Come on, somebody. But Naomi, through knowing Ruth, Naomi, through knowing Ruth, listen to me, just like I said earlier, you can see Jesus through the Bible in every event, every story, every historical event in the Bible. You can, you can see a picture of Jesus. And when you see that Ruth vows to never leave Naomi nor forsake her, just like Jesus does with his people. And then when Ruth becomes the owner of the field, because Naomi knows Ruth. Listen to me because you know the owner of the field you're going to be provided for because you know the one who has chosen to be by your side. You'll be provided for. You'll be protected. Not. It doesn't matter if you've got a spouse with you or not. It doesn't matter if everybody died off around you or not. It doesn't matter if everybody walked away from you or not. It was because Naomi knew Ruth. It's because Ruth never left Naomi's side. And when God provided for Ruth, he provided for Naomi. Because Ruth said, where you go, I will go. Where you walk, I will walk. Where your feet tread, my feet will tread. Do not look at the people around you and wonder why you're alone when God has specifically ordained, ordained women warriors around you to stand with you in this fight to help you through this difficult time to help you through the loss and the grief you're facing Naomi begins to notice God's care in these small things and she exclaims the Lord always keeps his promises to the living and the dead that man is a close relative of ours one of those responsible for taking care of us God brings it full circle and he provides not only who they need, what they need, but you look at the care through community that Naomi had. Naomi has gained a grandson who she cares for like a son. She has gained back her family's land, the favor of the people, security, and a lineage that includes King David, and ultimately Jesus. If you look in Matthew chapter 1, God brought this all about for Naomi, and he did so through the faithful love of Ruth and Boaz. Even when Naomi was embittered 
And Ruth herself was recovering from losing her own husband and her own homeland. Naomi's community has witnessed the loss and pain and change that she had experienced. They knew Elimelech and the two sons when they lived in Bethlehem. These people knew them. and And they knew that their death left Naomi without protection and provision. But this community saw the restoration of Naomi's family lineage and property through the marriage of Boaz and Ruth. They proclaim in Ruth chapter 4, they proclaim how God has cared for Naomi, even through unexpected ways, like bringing her a faithful daughter-in-law rather than numerous sons, which which was more culturally valuable to continue the family line. Ruth changed the game. Ruth changed the game because of her faithfulness and obedience and because of her faithfulness to Naomi, because of her love for Naomi, she was able to help Naomi out of the struggle, out of the bitterness. Listen to me, whether you're a Naomi or a Ruth today, I want to encourage you. If you see your warrior struggling, reach out to them, Ruth's. Reach out to them and help them through what they're going through. Naomi's. If you're listening to me today and you're going through maybe the toughest battle you've ever faced, do not disregard the Ruths in your life. God has placed Ruths in your life for this season specifically, knowing that this could very well happen, knowing that this was coming. God already protected, already provided for you before you even saw it happen. Do not disregard the Ruths. Do not disregard God's plans because he will provide for you. For you he will provide for you sisters it's no lie that life can be bitter at times people do us wrong we mess up or even just go through seasons of uncertainty but the truth in all of our hurt and confusion when life gets interrupted is that God will take care of you he will take care of you when it feels like the situation is changing you he will hold you in the midst of hurt He will lead you in the times that are uncertain. He will bring community along to help give joy to a situation that has made you bitter. He will restore. He will bring community and Ruth's along to help you walk this journey and to give you joy in a situation that should make you bitter. You'll be finding peace and joy in the presence of God. To finish today's episode, I would like to share with you a scripture, Psalms 23, that is so dear to my heart. And I want to take I want you to take this scripture this week. I want you to hold on to it. I want you to repeat it. When everything in your mind becomes chaotic, when confusion tries to settle in, when fear tries to settle in, I want you to declare this. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord 
forever. Sister, whatever you're going through, he will take care of you and he will restore your soul. God bless you today, warriors. I want you to know that you are valued, you are loved, and there is nothing on this earth greater and more important to God than you, than your soul, and than your family. And I want you to know that I am praying for you, not because of your own strength, but because of God and his wisdom and his strength. I pray that you have a wonderful week this week. Go before, let God go before you preparing the way and he will protect and provide for you, sister. God bless you. Have a wonderful week and we'll see you next week for another episode of the Warrior Within the Woman podcast. Love you, friends.